Steph's in the City is up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. On the next Back to You with me, Howard Sudbury, and my co-host, Steve Baskerville. We will talk about my overuse of social media and Steve's non-use of it. What's wrong with me? Ah, that's a whole nother show. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to You, an Opie show, only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city. Steps in the city. They're BFFs talking gritty. Steps in the city. back who's there <laughs> who's there my ding was that little richard did he sing about my ding or was that Chuck oh i don't Berry? know i wouldn't put it past him to so sing about my ding yeah. i don't know we'll have to google that he's the one i really remember like as a kid like he must little have been richard. on tv a lot when i was a kid yeah yeah like we in talked, the 80s well, when we were kids we made up like sketches sketches like saturday night live Although I think we did one about Chuck Berry. No, little, uh, not Little Richard. Who is Fats Domino. Uh. We did like Fats Domino jeans or something stupid like that. I don't know. <laughs> with the neighbors, we did crazy shit. We did like, if you brush your teeth with crests, you'll get big breasts. Like stuff like that. <laughs> we were dirty kids. Yeah, my cousins were dirty, but I, I was always like learning from them. I didn't really... Oh, yeah, because you were the one that, what was that song? Oh, that Shower Me With Your Love. Shower Me With Your Cum. (laughs) Yeah, with Brad's cum, because it was my little cousin's boyfriend was named Brad. And I was like, what? That's hilarious. You don't know what that means? No, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I'm like six years old. How would I know that? Oh, see, your cousins taught you that. And my babysitter taught me how to smoke when I was seven. Yeah, that's right. Right. We were I'm we pretty were totally... sure they were smoking, too. I mean, there's video of like a family party in the background. You see my cousins who are only probably like four years older than me. Mm-hmm. They're playing quarters in the background and like taking sips of beer. <laughs> they were like 10. <laughs> well, we did that. It was like all my crazy cousins. We would make the fart juice. I've told you about that, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Where we would like, hey, you know, Uncle Mark, can we have a little bit of your beer? And we would pour everybody's little alcohol in a Ugh. cup. We would put like a Cheeto in there, a piece of turkey. And then my cousin Annie, who could like fart on command, she would fart in the cup. And then we'd play like poker and whoever lost or whatever had to drink the <laughs> fart juice. So gross. Like a piece of turkey that someone farted on. Nasty. <laughs> I guess because I was like one of the younger ones, I just kind of remember it all happening. I didn't always partake, you know, they were all older than me. (laughs) You would think after all the bullshit we did when we were younger that we'd be like immune to the Corona, but apparently not. (laughs) Well, they say if you you drink uh, Boone's Farm in your early 20s, you're immune to the coronavirus. And I was like, I'm good then. Girl, I drank everything. I had to have my stomach pumped so many times when I was little. And I don't even, my mother must not have fed me because I pumped. drank. Like, kerosene. you went to the hospital? 
Oh, yeah. When I was little, I had my stomach pumped so many Jesus. times. I drank kerosene. I ate putty off of a window. My sister drank gasoline once. What the like, hell is wrong with you guys? I'm telling you, I don't think our moms like fed us. We were just like <laughs> eating crazy, ridiculous shit. I swallowed a penny, but. Did you? Did it. you poop? Yeah. My brother did. He swallowed my little fake diamond ring. And I remember every time my mom went to change his diaper, I'd be like, is my ring there? Is my ring there? Yeah. My mom had to like look at my diaper. And I guess it came out like it was like taped into my baby book for a while. I was going mean, to say, did she save is. it? All it was right. like super shiny. I guess like going through my system cleaned it. Heck yeah, man. That stomach acid buffed that baby right up. <laughs> yeah, but I, I passed it. I, I remember that. I think they took me to the hospital, but I didn't choke or anything. So they were just like, you just got to wait for it to come out. Yeah, kids swallowed everything. I <laughs> but don't, gasoline you know. is nuts. Well, I, we were up in Canada. My, it was like a dare. My sister's like, I'll drink it. And we were like, oh wait, what? And she chugged gasoline. And like, of course, our parents are out fishing. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere. So we're like, drink milk, throw up, drink milk. Like, I mean, she survived. <sighs> just but the thought of that. Ugh. I just, I, she's nuts. We're, I, I don't know. We're crazy in our family, apparently. Mm. How's your whole family? Do you remember that? <laughs> no. You don't. How's your hole? It was on Johnny B. I want to say Johnny B. It could have been Kevin Matthews, but this guy like called him with a song and he'd be like, how's your hole? And then a long pause. And then he'd go, family. No, I don't remember that at all. And then he had another line. It was, how's your dick? Tation machine. How's your dick? Somebody said something the other day and I and it was like the word hole and I was like, How's your hole? And my kids were like, What are you doing? I'm like, never mind. My grandma used to sing F U C K T because my cousin's name was Katie. Oh, but it really? was like F U C K T Tell her I love her. Like <laughs> but it would sound like she was spelling fuck in the beginning. That does sound like it. That's funny. If I ever meet a Katie, I'm gonna sing that to her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Italian grim. Little Italian grandmas are the best, man. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. Here's Cardi B. I don't dance now. I make money moves. It's what's popping. It's what's popping, Cardi There's B. There's so much popping, but I don't know how entertaining any of it is. It's all like just like what the fuck. Well, what did I say we were happening? doing episode sixty already? We've oh, made it to no. sixty stuff. We, we're doing pretty, pretty good. good. Little considering, over a year. yeah, right. Yeah, a little over a year. I mean, considering we, you know, we're just out here doing our thing, you know. Just out here, you know, thriving. <laughs> Girl, I'm back to work five days a week. Mm. It sucks. I even yeah. have a song for it. You ready? Yeah. Lord, I am so tired. <laughs> That's my life. I heard that yeah. the other day on the radio. I'm like, yes, that's me. Lord, I'm so tired. My How friend long sent, can this go on? I guess Twitter's letting everyone work from home like forever now. And my friend sent it to like our group chat. And I was like, I don't want to work from home forever. I hate this. I feel like you work so much more. Like in front of my computer all day long. Well, I have a friend that, uh, so shout out to, I think we gave him a shout out on another show, Dave Scott, Scott Dave, he has two names, and uh, he works for Abbott, 
And that's one thing he's like, well, you know, I'm single and I'm at home working. And he's like, my problem is, is I don't know when to stop working. Yeah. So he's like, you know, I, I'm like, well, you better set your alarm clock or something. Be like, mm, ding, ding, five o'clock. Sh- shut the shit down. You it know, kind of like might as well just keep going, you know. Yeah, I'm that's one thing like jobs I've had in the past, like I've I would I could take it home and I could work on it all the time. But this job, it's like, mm, can't take the laboratory home with me. Although I do dream about it sometimes. Like if I know I have a busy day coming up, I'll just dream about it all night. You're always but taking it home somehow. Somehow, right? Exactly. I, I can't tell you that I have dreams that my boss brings me in like pieces of people and then a big wave comes and like <laughs> washes it away. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. Yeah. <laughs> Just like stupid dreams. Pieces of I had a people. stupid dream I was a lesbian again the other day. Ooh, who were you with? I don't know, but I was like all cranky or whatever. And she's like, come on over here, baby. And I'm like, okay. It was kind of interesting. I was like, I don't know. You were I mean, good my, with it though in the dream? In my dream, I was fine with it. So hmm. who knows? I told you my one friend, we've been friends since like... We were like 13, 14, and now she's been dating a girl for like six months. And I never knew her to like date a girl. I don't know that I would, but in my dream, I was okay. I'm j- I don't see women and just be like, oh, she's so hot or I get vibes off of her. I just don't feel it. But yeah, she never know. did either until she met this one. So you never really? know. Maybe I don't know. I have been- charmings out there. There's a show that I've been watching. It's on my Samandy's Five. And like throughout the whole show, she's with guys, she's with guys. And then she meets this chick. And boy, did you see like the chemistry on screen? And I was like, oh, like maybe they're together in real life because they they had chemistry. And I was like, oh, hmm. this is an interesting twist. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll talk about the show when we get to my okay. Samandy thing. Um, so May is stuff mental health month. That's um, good. I like yeah, that because it, it's my birthday month, so I'm happy. Mm-hmm. So I've got a it. little motivating um, thing here for everybody because uh, science has taught us that positive affirmations are a great way to silence that voice of like self-criticism and self-judgment. So got to have like a little mantra going on. So here's yeah. this guy if, you, if you're looking for one. I think I delayed it when I hit it, but it's coming. Here he comes. Let me tell you something. You look good today. You hear me? You looking real good today. I'm glad you got up this morning. I know you're going through it, but I love that you keep pushing. So that's all I need you to do. Keep pushing forward. You hear me? I love you. God loves you. You have a purpose in this world, okay? Never forget that. Don't let these haters get you down. Do you know who you is? I think you do. You ain't gonna get tired of seeing me. You ain't gonna get tired of seeing me because I ain't tired of seeing you. (laughs) I liked his message. I need to uh, have that playing every morning or something. Put that on your phone, girl. I'll send you the clip. You can put it on your phone. Okay. But yeah, I like that. Like somebody said, just keep pushing. Come on, you know who you are. You know who you is, Steph. (laughs) That's pretty good. That's a good mental health tip. It is, you know, I mean, there's sometimes when you you definitely can like psych yourself up with your own words, but it's good to have somebody else like motivating you. And 
that guy had a lot of energy. So it'll be like, yeah, like, you know, when you're in a huddle before the game. He sounds like he means it. Mm-hmm. Start For feeling sure. yourself this, after you hear that. Right. Well, this lady knows Accuser of the fucking brethren, you motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. That always cheers me up. Like when I'm in the kitchen the other day. Like, Does oh, it? I, <laughs> a little bit. Because I had all my Tupperware. It's all crammed and like the the... Everybody has like that corner cabinet that normally a lazy Susan would be in there and, you know, the spinner thing. And I don't have that. So it's just that's you throw the Tupperware in there and you close the door really fast. And so I opened it up and everything blasted out. And I'm like, you motherfucker. And the kids are like laughing because they heard everything just like fall out. So you when I tell say that, that though, that's what they have to do this week. They need to organize that. Girl, I, I tried doing it myself and I. I ended up putting it all in like paper bags. And then so the paper bags were stacked really neatly in there. And then gradually they're like, where's the lid? So then one bag's half ripped open. It's a hot mess in there. Yeah, my kitchen needs to be reorganized. I did my little linen closet upstairs last week. And when I moved, I just got got rid of a ton of Tupperware because it's like it's just more of a hassle than anything. I need to do that. So maybe that's what I'll do this weekend. I mean, considering we're still on lockdown, I know a lot of other states are opening, but even if I don't we know. were to open, I would not be going out. No, but there are so many people that are like my mom. She just she got her antibody test on Friday. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. Her and her boyfriend both. They had the corona, right? Mm-hmm. They tested positive for antibodies. And she's like, well, you know, let's get together for Mother's Day. I'm like, asshole, you're probably still contagious and you want to kiss all the grandkids and shit. So I'm like, I kept sending her articles. I'm like, the corona can live in your shit for 33 days. Like, you need to just slow down. So then she calls semen. Hey, I got that. I love semen. (laughs) Um. But so I sent her all these articles and then she texts me and she's like, you're right. Like, I don't want anybody else to get sick. And then she called her doctor when she got the antibody test. She forgot to ask. So she called him and they said, oh, yeah, you should still be quarantining for at least seven days after a positive antibody test. (laughs) So she's She's ready to go. Well, she cracks me up. I mean, thank God she had it. She made it through it. Like, I already told her, I go, girl, if we get sick and we need your blood and your plasma, you better get ready to have them suck that out of you. And yeah. she just laughs. But you know, there, she's got her place in Florida. She's leaving this on the 18th to go to Florida. And she's I like, I can't. Florida has like a ton of new cases since they reopened on Monday. Well, she's like, I'm going to get my nails done. I'm going to get my hair done. And I said, can you please still wear a mask? Because even though you've had it, they don't know if you can get it again. So, you know, I don't know. It's crazy. You took the antibody test too? I did. And so we had some like skewed results. So my... And this is what amazes me. So I have one coworker that I'm pretty close to. She's the one I go to dinner with. And um, when we fucked up those jumper cables, that was her and I and her and my car going back and forth. So I'm pretty close to her. Like, we'll eat together. We'll share stuff. We, you know, get close. And she's the one that we speak Spanish and talk shit about people. She she had it in the end of February and the beginning of March. So like for like the, you know, those few weeks and she, I worked right up next to her and I didn't catch it. So I have no antibodies. Hmm. But yet, how is, how are they saying this is so contagious 
when I worked and right next to someone, had her in my car, went to dinner with her, like close chatted and didn't get it. I've had though, like, so one of my friends, both her parents and her brother got it and they were pretty bad. She did lose like her sense of taste, but that was it. And then did she get the antibody test? No. Yeah. No, she didn't get it. I don't even know. I think maybe her brother got tested. He's the only one that got tested for it. Because, like, at some point, it's like, you know you have it, you know? Right. And then another friend, his dad actually just passed away from it. And both his parents had it. He didn't get it. But, yeah. So, I don't know. It's like you you can be around someone and just be immune to it. Well, and it, it, I mean, it's crazy because I know I've had a few instances where I'm like, damn, you know, I've had the chills and I definitely felt like I was getting symptoms. But then again, I do like a lot of holistic stuff and, you know, take mega doses of vitamin C. And so 12 hours later, I would feel fine. And I've had like three or four instances that this has happened. And so I thought for sure I might have some antibodies. And this this test, I had zero the coworker that had the corona had both IgG and IgM. And then there were three other girls in the office that had like a faint line on the IgM, which is immunoglobulin M, immunoglobulin G. You're going to get the IgM first. Your body mm-hmm. will develop those antibodies before you develop the IgG. And so a couple people had like a faint line in the IgM. So then they had to go get like the nose swab and they all came back negative. Weird. So it's almost like, are these antibody tests even accurate? If, unless you definitely had like a period of time where you were sick and you knew you were sick, then it's going to pick up those antibodies. But I don't know that it's going to pick up antibodies to someone that was a carrier or someone that maybe is asymptomatic or had like slight symptoms. Yeah. It's so yeah, crazy. It's, It's just so, yeah, it is. It's like a crazy variable. Nobody really knows. I listened to the hearings all day today. I thought it was only be for like an hour, but it went on pretty much all morning. (laughs) But um, it was interesting to hear like how concerned the senators are, because you really haven't heard from the senators. You hear from the governors and the mayors and, you know, Cheeto Puff man, but you don't, you don't really hear from the senators. And I It was nice to, like, see Elizabeth Warren again and Bernie, you know, Mitt Romney. They were all asking, you know, really good questions. And I hate to say it, but, dude, this shit ain't going to stop until maybe next year. Yeah. So when you said, like, people are going to be working out of their homes, they have to, especially, like, in an open workplace. Like, it sounds like you don't have an office, right? You just have, like, an open yeah, that you're you're gonna be working out of the house. Yeah, for we a while. don't have like they haven't said any date, and I don't think they're going to. But I know a lot of people are saying like through the rest of the year, it was just a thing because Twitter was just like forever. You can work mm-hmm. from home. So, well, girl, if like, you know news. you're not sick and it's summertime, you could come on over here and work from my house. Sit out on yeah, the deck. Yeah, it's nice that I'm like by my dad still because he's got like the boat and the the lake right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the weather hasn't been great, but it's just been nice to like be somewhere else. Yeah. No, I don't. I believe me. I mean, I don't mind it here. Although Mother's Day, it sucked because it snowed. Did you see that video I posted? No. I was just like, it's snowing. It Lovely. rained and I was mad. I'm glad I didn't see snow. 
Mm-mm, yeah, we had quite a bit of flurries. Nothing was sticking, but it was still annoying to see all the snow. But my big whole uh, idea, I'm still dreaming about, maybe I'm going to get me a camper. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Like I was thinking, I wouldn't mind a pontoon boat. But then I'm like, well, I kind of want to travel. And if you know, like over the next year or so, it's going to be tricky to, to fly. The people that are flying now, they're saying that the flights are full, that they don't I have that like picture because they dude, were talking about having the middle seat buffer. Right. Right. And, and that, like there was some picture happening. of a packed. Ugh, all I see when I look at that is just like a whole Corona plane. Like everybody's going to have it. The th- and I don't even think everyone in that picture was wearing a mask. No, I went to Walgreens the other day. Fucking pissed me off. I hear this like raspy lady talking and she's talking to this pregnant girl and I'm not looking at her. I can just hear her behind me. And then like I hear a smoker's cough. And then I finally turn around. Bitch did not have a mask on in line at Walgreens for a pack of smokes. No one said and anything I- to her? No like, one said I, I don't even think you're supposed to be in there. Yeah, I live in Hillbillyville. I doubt anybody really gives a shit. But I was like, mm, I'm gonna write down your license plate because if I get sick, bitch, I'm coming after you. Yeah, you put her on that tracker list. Hell yeah! I, and it's it's like I said, out here, I doubt they're gonna do anything to like track or trace. I googled my zip code and they said 26 people in my zip code had it. Okay, Tested well, that's, yeah, it's not too bad. But you're not in a huge area. Now, it's like a weird area, though, over here, like in the lakes area. It's like it jogs around, like city limits jog around. And so I'm unincorporated, but it looked like way on the other side of the lake. I don't know. It's kind of weird over here, the way the boundaries are. Who knows? Yeah, I guess Um, that's. I didn't think about it since I'm out here, too. It's probably safer. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah. Stay out of the city if you can. I mean, why not? That's why, you know, I don't really like going into work only because like, you know, I'm right on the edge of the city and they've had a lot of cases in that area. And, you know, now I feel better going to Mariano's by my work just because everybody has to wear a mask now. Whereas before it was the law, you'd see people in there just like, you know, coughing and sneezing away without a mask on and you know, because it's it's the it's the North Shore. They're they're all privileged, right? And they're not going to get sick. And so now that everybody has to wear a mask, I feel better going to the grocery yeah. store. There, <laughs> I've been wearing gloves too. Yeah, I wear gloves. I bring my wet wipe. Although it it looks like so far, Mariano's, Aldi, the grocery stores I've been going to, like they have somebody standing there wiping down the carts. So, like it. I don't feel like I need to wipe it down a second time if I see him do it. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just turning into like antisocial. I don't, you know, I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. It's just me and the kids. And I know that's not healthy. And I think it's making me No, but I mean, for right now it is. It's probably the healthiest way to be. Oh, yeah. No, I agree 100%. And even though my kids are like bored, but, you know find something to do joey was like can i go play basketball i'm like what are you fucking stupid i'm like no you can't go play basketball i'm like you can sit in your car and watch your friends play basketball if they're going to be that stupid but you're not they gonna were go all out going there and play. to play i it was the other day i guess a, a car full of his friends stopped by so like he kind of chatted with them in the driveway i'm like were any of them wearing masks he's like no 
And I'm like, dude, he goes, well, they're all going to be living together. And I'm like, well, that doesn't mean you can be joining the stupid crew. Like you let them do what they want to do. I, I, yeah, I don't know what to say. Just, just, well, look at all the places that open like Germany, they relax their, you know, controls or whatever there. And now they just had a big surge. Well, I saw a whole thing about Sweden, how they like handled it so well and all this stuff. And then I saw a graph today and it was like skyrocketed. So I'm like, they don't know anything. They can't keep, you know, reporting on these things like this is what it is when nobody knows anything right now. Well, that's kind of what I got out of the hearings today. They were like, look, right now we know we need to step up testing. We need to the more people we can get tested you know, the better off will be the nursing homes, like everybody needs to get tested as well as the employees at nursing homes. Like that's a start. Like we can get that going. And but they basically said like in September, they don't know if people are going to be allowed back to school, um, you know, if they're going to be going back to work. They they just they they really didn't have any definitive answers. And how can they? They don't know what's going on. Now they're saying that this is like a, a vascular issue affecting little mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. And that's pretty scary. So does that mean that it mutated or was it always like this? And now they're just realizing that, you know, if these yeah, little because kids remember, were... like just two months ago, it was just like sore throat and cough. And now it's so many different things. Yeah, blood clots, strokes, mm-hmm. heart failure. Like, it's crazy. That's, That's what, what I'm mom. terrified I'm like, about. I'm like, I don't want any more blood clots. Mm-mm. Let's not do that. Nope. I'm just going to sit over here and feed my birds. Which sad And feed news. my belly. Yeah. Oh, God. I got on the scale. No, thanks. Why would I've been you doing do that? Good, I'm down seven pounds. Okay. I just don't eat all day. I fast. <laughs> it's easy to do when you have two masks on and you're deathly afraid to take them off. So yeah, you're just like you get in the car and you're like, oh, 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 and you try to drink like three bottles of water because you're dehydrated. Yeah, that's my life. <laughs> so, but I'm happy. I got. I'm alive. I'm you're alive. I'm alive so. You got a job. How's your whole family? Did you go back and listen to all the remixes of I Wonder What's Inside Your Butthole? No. <laughs> oh, my God. But I did Everybody's... see quite a few people posting, like, the original. <laughs> but the remixes are so good, too. You'll have to. Uh, there's, like, s- some famous musicians that are redoing it. <laughs> that little girl better get some money in her account yeah. for that. Lucky she better baby. write more songs. I'd go to her concert. Maybe it's an astronaut. Maybe it's an alien. You're not going to be going to no concerts. No, no. Although that's on Samandy's list, too. So we better get moving and get to that because I got a lot of good stuff on there this week. I just want to bring up that Friday, May 15th is pizza day. So don't go cooking. Order yourself a pizza or you can make your own pizza. That's good to know because our Friday happy hour with work, we've been trying to do something like different every week. Like last week was do some sort of tutorial or like informative video and talk about it. This week, it's like pick one of those days, like national whatever day and do it. So I got I'm going to eat some then. pizza on Friday. Friday's pizza day and Saturday is mimosa day. Ooh, really good. So, yeah. So pizza and mimosas. I think those go okay. well together. 
And not to leave the Armed Forces out, Saturday is also Armed Forces Day, and also May is Armed Forces Month, or Military Month. So May is a pretty good month. It is. It's your birthday coming up, even though yeah, you had to cancel your plane. <laughs> and then yeah, everyone keeps asking me, like, what then? are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm like, I, I can't even answer that. I have no idea. I'm going to do nothing. Like, I can't do anything, you know? Well, you've, you're at your dad's. Like, you, of course, it's going to be warm enough. You can go on the boat, lay in the sun. Yeah, you know? maybe I'll do something like that. Try, know. Yeah, try to find cool stuff that you can do that, you know. And then in November, if shit simmers down, then that's when you do your half birthday party. You Ugh, know, I would just rather wait till next year. November and so like this is terrible. the lost year so you just yeah. stay the same age for for two years totally fine i think that sounds like a plan stuff yeah i'm good you can stay 29 forever That's there fine. we go Yay. that's what i'm talking about <laughs> so did we already play the what's popping and we haven't gotten to what's popping? yeah we did i'm telling you we should just do coronavirus because coronavirus? that's pretty much all that's popping all right well i'll play that Coronavirus! Coronavirus! <laughs> I'm telling you, it's real! It's getting real! Woo! I, I think we all yelled that too, or my coworker and I, when we were getting our uh, antibody Coronavirus. test. Coronavirus! Man, they had to squeeze the shit out of my finger to get the blood out. I was like, what the hell? I'm like, just get the needle, man, and pop it. Oh, it's just like that little blood thing, like a. It's like a little, it? yeah, where like they just pop your finger and then, but I don't know, dehydrated. Hello, I'm at work, and so they really had to like squeeze my finger to get enough blood out. Mm-hmm. But whatever, we did it. We it's got it. That nose one. That's another reason I'm terrified of getting this. I don't want to take that test. Ugh. Well, they're saying now that they might be um, rolling out like home tests where you just have to swab your mouth like a bunch of spit. Kind of like when you do your DNA test when you spit in the tube. Similar to that. that. Okay. And then mail it in. Hmm? I said that one's better than that. Sticking that thing. I mean, they put it so far up your nose. I can't. Girl, they have to swab your sinus cavity. (laughs) Like they're up there. Yeah. I mean, even when I do my flonase every now and then, like if I do a good sniff, I feel it up in my brain. So I can't do that. (laughs) So guess what they're filling up potholes with in Chicago stuff? What? This sausage? I know I've talked about this guy in the past. No, but that's a good idea, sausage. Um, this it, so it's a Chicago artist. His name is Jim Bacher, B A C H O R. Oh, close to your name. I know, crazy, right? Uh, he's been filling potholes with mosaics, and he's been doing this for a few years. But the ones that he's the mosaics he's making this year, it's the Holy Trinity series, and it's um. It's four mosaic potholes and one's a roll of toilet paper. The other one's hand sanitizer. (laughs) The third one is a can of old style. And then there's a star from the Chicago flag. And they each have like white rays that kind of hint at religious. um, I I kind of I can't say the word, Stephanie. Iconic. What are you trying to say? Iconoclast? No. Iconography. Why can I not say that word? <laughs> Iconography. 
No, I don't know that. I mean, maybe that's how you say it. Isn't that weird? What did we have last week that I was like, I can't say it? I can never say anything, so I can't even. And then and I'm with my like, dad, oh, my boss and he says, says everything wrong. Oh, envisage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Dude, I'm but sorry. But my dad I'm says, with- like, windles and pretzels instead of, like, pretzels. <laughs> like, everything is just wrong. <laughs> that's too funny. So I'm going to start probably saying those things. Like, I can say this word in my head, but I can't make it come out right. Isn't that weird? Iconography, I think. Iconography. Yeah. I wanted those. So, like, does he tell you where these potholes are? Yes. So, if you go to his website, actually go to his Instagram, and it's um just Jim Bacher, B-A-C-H-O-R, J-I-M Bacher. And it, it will tell you where they're at like what neighborhood and then he also has photos like that you can you can buy the series of them frame you know you you frame them but it's like artwork so but they're super cute yeah i want to go see them since there's fucking potholes everywhere it's oh my god makes a little better in the city where i was like oh my god do i still have wheels on this fucking thing like (laughs) it was bad you know when it comes up on ways like a pothole ahead it's gonna be a bad (laughs) one I have not used Waze in so long just because when I go really to need work to, now. Because there's no traffic, right? Dude, it's like a 35-minute ride for me now. It used to be a close to two hours sometimes. Yeah. And I, seriously, the speed limit is like 90. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, can this little car go that fast for that long? Let's try it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> We go fast on the expressway every day. Can't complain about that. No. And I think somebody posted on Facebook, like, look here, all you fuckers that are working from home. Like, we don't want you back on the roads. The traffic's great. And the average speed is 93 miles per hour. (laughs) Stay home. I saw someone posted him and his son decided to see how long it would take them to, like, do a loop around Los Angeles. And I think they went on all four freeways. And it took like 30 minutes where that Shut would take up like when normally a fucking it's day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Los uh. Angeles is the worst. So well, I it's think everyone's my, enjoying that part. My cousin Joe must, maybe he's like Santa Monica area. Mm-hmm. And like the more he posts, like he, he went to Yale, but he got his degree in landscape architecture. So he like builds gardens for the rich people out there. And he hybridizes roses. So he's been posting like all these pretty pictures. And then the other day, he's like, anybody else smelling the funk of 40,000 years in their backyard? So I guess he's close <laughs> to the ocean with the red tide. You know, it's like really yeah, stinky. Yeah, it's stinky there, right? I know. So I like see all his posts. I'm like, Joey, cousin Joey, I want to come visit you. <laughs> so maybe you and I will go out there stuff. We'll go visit him in his park. I don't know about driving. So. No, we'll fly. Although That's if gonna I get be my another, little what, camper stuff, if I get my camper, we just what kind, is it a camper every- where you can be in it while you're driving? Or I don't think like, I would get one of those. I think I would get like That's an a RV, trailer. right? Yeah, that's like a motorhome. I don't know that I, I would get when a I was young, my dad was looking at something and my mom was really against it and I was like, "Yes," cuz we used to like drive everywhere. And then at some point I learned like, "Oh no, this is just you park it and camp you're not gonna be in it while we're on the road i was like oh no fuck that then i don't want that (laughs) (laughs) i want to be in a hotel if we're stopping and i want to be not in a car if we're driving so like whatever we have to do to make that happen 
I mean, yeah. we ended up not getting anything, but I did that drive to LA and back. I don't know that I want to do it again. Yeah, I've never done LA and back. I've done Las Vegas and back. And both times I got stuck in snowstorms. Like seriously, oh, putting yeah. chains on my tires. <laughs> like snowstorm. That was like, the way there. Yeah, like oh. going through Colorado and stuff. It was snowing. So on the yeah, way back, I took I like the southern drive... route. Yeah, I, yeah. if I ever had to go back out west, I would never take the northern route again. Because it didn't matter. It was like 100 degrees and sunny in Vegas. And by the time we hit Colorado, it w- they were closing the highways down <laughs> because there was yeah, so much snow. I think snow. it was September when I drove through it. It was terrible. I made, like, my friend B and I, she drove with me when I went there for school. So, like, every time we stopped for gas, we would just switch. And it was my turn. And I had, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, we either have to stop for a little bit until the snow stops or you need to drive because I'm freaking right. out. I couldn't deal with it. Mm-mm, no, because you're on the edge of the mountain. And I I remember coming back from Vegas like I was pulling a U-Haul and oh, you step no on way. the brakes like you got a tra- you know trailer on the back and and you're not stopping. And I'm like, oh, no, we're getting a hotel. Like, there's the, no way. Like, I was so afraid we were going to fly off the mountain. too, like the runaway trunk truck ramps mm-hmm. and i'm like what is yeah. that and b's like it's for like trucks if they can't stop they just go up i'm like what like all of it was just like no i can't do any of this i'm freaking <laughs> yeah. out mountain driving <laughs> is not fun and even like even in tennessee we did a family vacation once that's a really good idea stuff if you ever want to do like a party trip it's the Pigeon Forge area. I, yeah, they a lot rent- of people love that, right? You can rent those cabins. Yes, it's like the big top rentals or something they're called. But I couldn't drive. Like, I, it was so scary. Like, I'm stuttering because I'm remembering it. Like, the house was beautiful. There were maybe like eight or nine bedrooms. We had a hot tub. It, it was a gorgeous, gorgeous house. And it was so cheap. It was like maybe 500 bucks for the week for everybody. But the, when you parked... Like if you, your brakes didn't work or you accidentally put it in drive instead of park, you're going to be on somebody's roof. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't like that. No. And I remember my cousin and I, like we were going somewhere and I'm like, I, I can't, I can't back up on this mountain. Like I'm freaking out. She's like, I'll do it. But it, it was scary. Cause like you look off your balcony and you're looking at the roof of another house. Yeah. So I, I'm not a mountain girl. I don't think Me I ever either. will be. That's everyone always talks about like Colorado and loving it. And all I really mm-hmm. know is driving through it. And I'm like, I hated it. I don't I wouldn't want to go there again. No, man, I'm a water girl. I'm a beach yeah. girl. Same. And that's what I think I posted on Facebook today. Every morning I wake up and I've been starting work at nine lately. So it's like I still wake up at 530 and I'm like, uh, go back to bed. Um, but there's somebody filming the um, Outer Banks in North Carolina, there's sunrise every day on the ocean, on the beach. So I kind of cool. watch that every day. That's and it nice. relaxes me and I dig it. So. Yeah. Not a well, bad look way up, to wake up. Uh-uh, not at all. And then 7.30 while I'm getting ready to like hit the road, church is on. So then I do church. Oh God, you're still doing that? Not every day. And if I miss it, then church is on at 1210. I can catch 12 o'clock mass. It's kind of funny. I told I you becomes... I prefer you on Pornhub and Act Hamster than on these I was on Pornhub the other day. That was interesting. Did, did you see there's like 9,000 fucking churches that got part of that small business loan? Mm-mm, no, churches are none, um, not for profit. They should be getting They fucking anything. got that money. Do you know how infuriating that is? Well, you know, 
what's that they would even apply and take that money tells you everything you need to know right there. But I don't think the government even knows what they're doing with this money. So no, here, the government never knows what they're doing. But still, would you trust the Washington Post as like a reliable source, or do you not yeah. know enough about it? I I mean, like I usually New York Times, same. Um, I guess Washington Post. Yeah, I don't think like I wouldn't look at it and be like that's fake. But I I wouldn't be like that's my end all be all. You know. So from what we understood is when your company gets that PPP loan, they're Mm -hmm. like basically paying the salaries of all the employees for eight weeks or I guess that's the time frame. Yeah. And that as long as you follow the, you know, the the loan uh, rules, you don't have to pay the the employer doesn't have to pay the loan back. Or if they do, it's like at one percent or something. It depends on what type of uh, PPP that they qualified for, right? Mm-hmm. So my coworker looked up online, and it was the Washington Post, and it said whether the employees are working or not, the money is to be used to pay them, like they are working. Oh, because like so, if they furlough people, right? Like they can still give them a paycheck, even if you know. So say we were whatever the dentist's office and we can't be seeing people because well, nobody's getting up in anybody's mouth right now you're still that, getting least a salary this, right so this loan pays everybody's salary mm-hmm. and as long as you're using it appropriately you don't have to pay it back well so our company got this money and so we're being paid by the government now for the next eight weeks right yeah. well, we're still working so <laughs> yeah we are too Right, but oh, I'm just saying, like, if the government's phone, paying sorry. us, then our employers are are making, not only getting the money from the government to pay us, but now they're also getting, you know, they're getting but money from the Would you say that clients. you're, like, getting the same amount of, like, yeah, now you're back to five days a week, but is it the same amount of appointments as you normally would have? No, it's probably, so, like, yeah, a I third. I think that's where, yeah. It's probably a third. But still, like, you would think that there would be some other stipulations there. Like, if if we did get back in the swing and did 100% of our, you know, our previous caseload, my employer would be making all of that money without having to pay any, without any overhead. Yeah. Because you can use 25% of it for your rent and your utilities. Yeah. So I think that's where, like, we got it as well. So that's why none of us are mm-hmm. getting, like, laid off or anything right now well did they bump your salary back up then they had to yeah like as of good May 1st. so my check this week will be back up and will they retro you because our they said that so. they don't retro yeah yeah no so, i don't think they will um you know on top of everything we have to worry about that's why they're i mean mental health right now is probably a, such an important thing to handle right now well not even that but like i I mean, normally I'm on two jobs, you know, I'm like pet sitting and working. So that's pet sitting completely nothing right now. And then, you know, normal job is like, which honestly, even with all that, I'm still like one of like the fortunate ones. So can't really complain, I guess. Right. Like I can't complain either, even though I'm double masked and, you know, like I haven't worn face makeup in a month. I just put, I put on my mascara and a little bit of brow 
I saw a nurse did a video about that. Someone's like, why are you wearing makeup when you have to wear that mask all day? And she like pulled it down and it was only like the top half of her face had makeup on and the bottom was all white. I mean, and you're talking to a girl like I would put like five different moisturizers on and a primer and my face powder and my blush and my highlighter. And now it's It's all expensive. Like we're not going to waste it on covering up with a mask. I hate to say it, but we have to reuse our N95s. I'm not putting on no juiced up, makeup mask every day. So, <laughs> yeah. So I wear like a plain surgical mask and then my N95 over it. So I can, you know, try to preserve it. I think we, yeah. yeah, I think we are able to order more N95s. So then we won't have to reuse. But I mean, it is what it is. I did I did tell my boss, though, I'm like, did you know Mitt Romney, he put in, a, you know, he submitted like a bill or whatever, saying that people that are essential workers working in the medical field, that they should get uh, $12 more per hour. And he's like, oh, that's a great idea. He's like, oh, I really think everybody deserves that. And I'm like, yeah, the employer's going to pay part of it. And, the guy, and he's like, what? The employer's <laughs> going to pay it. And I'm like, uh, yeah. And I'm like, and then the government will pick up some of it. He's like, oh, I see a lot of people getting laid off if that goes through. <laughs> he changed his tune real fast. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So, but I, I believe that these essential workers, especially the people working in the hospitals, my Lord, God bless them. Yeah, they like, talked about forgiving some package where they do student loan forgiveness for all essential They workers. need to do something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because that is like, I'm nervous enough going with, you know, I don't have that much patient contact. But like when you're working in the COVID wards, forget about it. Like yeah. you, you got a death sentence going on there. I know. It's so sad. It's crazy. Um, okay. So... A change of pace stuff on Friday. If you go onto um, the Food Network's uh, Facebook page, I believe you can catch a nacho showdown. Nachos. I love nachos. Well, because they're saying, because every day is Groundhog Day, let's just go to Flavortown. Can you guess who's <laughs> in it when I say that? Guy Fieri. Yeah. Fieri or however. Fieri. I know it. my son Joe always goes, it's not Fieri, it's Fieri. And I'm like, I drove a Fiero, so I can say Fieri. <laughs> Come on, Groundhog Day in Flavortown. But honestly, anything with him. Oh, Bill Murray. Yes. So People I guess make fun of bo- Guy Fieri, but like he's been doing a lot for all like like nurses and I guess he's pretty charitable. He's he's, he's raised over two million dollars to go toward the um his the, like I guess um people in the restaurant business. He's got this Fieri's restaurant employee relief. Yeah, fund. yeah, yeah. And he's so raised a ton of money for of him. Well, and, but I, Bill Murray was on like was it Jimmy Fallon maybe the other day? He was on somebody, and that's when they dreamed up this nacho showdown. So it's going to happen on Friday the 15th, um, and it's presented by Tostitos. <laughs> and then um, Carla Hall is hosting it, and guest judges are Shaquille O'Neal and Terry Crews. So that'll be fun. Yeah. And then uh, Fieri and Murray, um, they'll be hype man for their sons. So Guy's son, Hunter, and then Bill's son, Homer, who, they are actually both chefs. 
So they're going to be making the nachos. <laughs> so okay. I that, it sounds like fun, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I'm yeah. into it. So that's uh, 5 p.m. Eastern. So what is that? Six Central? Four. Four Central? Are we two? Mm-hmm. They're not two hours ahead of us on the they're East Coast, one hour. are they? You said 5 p.m., I thought. So it would be four here. Yeah. Right? And yeah, so that's um, that's on the Food Network. Yay. And then um, I have no idea what Grimes and Elon Musk were thinking, but they're poor oh baby. God. Fuck that. And I've been seeing all these memes that I don't kind of understand. So I guess I don't pay attention to them. Like about the baby. Um. Yeah, I did. Like, I just see a lot of it on Twitter. Well, so for those of you that are wondering, we there, it's not even a name that you can pronounce. So I sure hope they end up like calling him Butch or Sonny. <laughs> I thought they or... said it was like Kyle. I don't. So it's X A E, which is yeah. the Elven spelling of A I, which is short the for e artificial like intelligence fused. It's like together. Yeah. It's so stupid. They're so stupid. I hate them. I hate them and so much. And then A-1-2. So Grimes <clears throat> Grimes is saying it's just like the letter X and then A-I. Like how you say the letter A then I. So X-A-I. And then Elon said it's just X. Just the letter X. And then the A-E is pronounced like Ash. And then A12. So neither one of them even know how to say their baby's name. Yeah. And they're they're just, they're fucking idiots. But then I saw well, something like it's not even valid because like there's some rules in California about names. Yeah, like you can't legal. just, you can't have numbers in the names or something like that. I thought I read. <laughs> I don't, you know yeah. what? And Grimes' real name is something boring like Claire. Like, <laughs> Grimes. Oh. whatever <laughs> poor kid <laughs> uh, one day he'll change his name remember when that guy changed his name to trout fishing in america yeah. <laughs> i mean i i hope he like turns five and is ready he's like, like me, my name is court. ludicrous bitch <laughs> <laughs> speaking of like battles ludicrous they've been doing those verses like on instagram live it was um erica badu and jill scott over the weekend Oh, really? No, I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, they've been doing all different ones. Um, Now it's going to be, I think it was Babyface and Teddy Riley were one. God, I can't remember the other ones. But this weekend is Ludacris versus Nelly. Oh, okay. Stay tuned for that battle. Mm -hmm. I feel like Ludacris might be better, though. Luda, maybe. Well, we've gotten to the point. I don't know. We'll see. We've we've gotten to the point <laughs> I'll, I'll where we're back next week. Yeah, well, shoot me like a link, and I can watch too. Then we can chat about it because that sounds okay. like I'd like that. Um, I have a little blurb here right now on all of our RIP people. This I week. know it's been nuts. Yeah, well, and I felt bad for that. The the Roy Roy Horn of Siegfried and Roy. I this like, is probably terrible to say. You think he got like final destination because like. If you don't die from one thing, like he survived that attack from the tiger. (laughs) I just think that that, that. no, I mean, it's possibility. Like he made it through to the next round in this wonderful video game we're all fucking trapped in. Um, 
but I just think like at his age and then because he was left paralyzed. So like, obviously his health just was poor anyway. Yeah. That, you know, it just got him. Yeah. I mean, it's horrible, but, and then somebody was like, oh yeah, that Simpsons episode predicted all of this. (laughs) Did you see that? Everything is a Simpsons. I know it's insane. But how is it that The Simpsons is like, seriously, how fucked up is it if The (laughs) Simpsons is the Nostradamus of the modern age? Like, really? Especially because, you know, they just wrote like as absurd as they could. And then (laughs) they end up being predicting everything. But I think like if we write it, it can happen. So like, look at Back to the Future when they had all that technology. Hello, we got all that except for the flying DeLorean. Although that might be what them spaceships are that they the Pentagon released. Like, you know, we pretty much have all that technology that they had in Back to the Future. Yeah. Even, well, they today I drove by somebody's yard. Or no, was it a restaurant? No, it was a bar. There was a, you know, the little cafe boards outside. And it just said, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> it was like a closed bar. And somebody just said, beam me up. But I think like even some of the technology on the on Star Trek we have. Yeah. You know, like the little communicators and all. You're not a, you're not a Star Trek fan, are you? No. No, that might even be worse to me than like Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. Oh, I have Star Wars news. I don't have the music, though. Don't worry about it. Um, Okay, so here's my little blurb about um, uh, Jerry Stiller and Little Richard here. It's hard to imagine what comedy would have been like without Jerry Stiller. Even harder to imagine rock and roll without Little Richard. CBS's Jim Axelrod looks back at two men who entertained us for decades. Every star who followed Little Richard, from James Brown to the Beatles, said they owed an enormous debt to this founding father of rock and roll. Richard Penniman first took the stage as a 14-year-old in 1947. He synthesized a mix of R&B, boogie-woogie, and gospel, added a pompadour, pencil-thin mustache, an outlandish stage personality to revolutionize American music. Here's what he told Ed Bradley on 60 Minutes. You look at Michael Jackson. Yes. You look at Prince. Yes. What, what goes through your mind when you see these guys? I said, wow. Ooh. I said, I was way ahead of my time. Good God, Miss Money. Little Richard died of cancer at the age of 87. A Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> Seinfeld fans knew Jerry Stiller as the father of Festivus. But by that time, he'd been a bold-faced comedy name for decades. Lance, you're, you're moistening my knuckle. Teaming up with his wife, Ann Mira, they'd had a great run in the 60s and 70s doing sketch comedy on variety shows like Ed Sullivan. I got a prostate the size of a honeydew and a head full of bad memories. Stiller's later career renaissance would include the film Zoolander with his son, Ben, who announced his father's passing at the age of 92. Jim Axelrod, CBS News. R.I.P., guys. Yes. And I was just seeing, so I saw something that Jerry Stiller was only in like 26 episodes of Seinfeld, but like all of his stuff is so iconic and like memorable, which is so Iconography, true. right? Did you already say that? Iconography, yes. 
No, my even Joe, my son, he's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he died. R.A.P. And I think he said it was like less than thirty episodes he was in. Yeah, um, of Seinfeld, but yet he's one of the most you know favorite characters from that mm. show. I don't know. I always liked Kramer, George. Uh, he cracked me up. I, Elaine, They're I had her hair good. for a while. Yeah, I think yeah. I did too. I like some of her outfits back then. Yeah, I mean that was a it was a pretty timeless show though. It was a really good show. Like Friends, I can't watch. Did he? I never really got into him in the first place. I definitely watched it like when I was in high school and stuff. And then when I moved, just like last year, I only had Netflix for for a while, and I would just watch like I think I started at the beginning and just like would put Netflix on and watch just Friends like from beginning to end. And see, just Friends because it was is- like something that could be in the background if you needed right. to, you know. Why you were doing other stuff. I don't right. know. For some reason, it had more of like a soap opery feel to it. And I was never a soap kind of girl. Whereas Seinfeld, it was like a f- different funny episode every week. You know, it yeah. wasn't like, I don't know. You know, TV's changed now. It's like, what do I watch next? I watched um, Never Have I Ever, which I would recommend on Netflix. Oh, that was on Netflix? Okay. And Nora from Queens is on I think it's Comedy Central, but it was on like, maybe I watched it on demand, but it might be on Hulu as well. It's pretty funny. It's that Aquafina, that Asian girl. Oh, yeah. It's really funny. She's funny. She's it filled funny. the void of like no Broad City. So if you like Broad City, check out Nora from Queens. I'm, I am Slowly I've been checking out other stuff, but there's days where I don't even turn the TV on. I'm like, I've had enough TV. Like put the radio on or... Yeah, I like put on like Spotify mix and just do what I got to do. Yeah, the other day it was like weird. The three of uh, three of us were all, you know, I've got a really big living room. So like we were all on different couches and doing our own thing on our phones for like hours. We didn't have any music on. We didn't have any TV on. You could hear like the birds outside. It was so weird. I'm like, guys, it's really quiet in here. And they're like, yeah, that's okay. I'm like, all right. It was weird. You know, in a day that need all that noise. Yeah, everything's always so noisy. And yeah, the other day it was just so quiet. And we were all doing our own thing or reading or whatever. Yeah, it was interesting. I was I was shocked. I'm like, you guys don't want the TV on or music on? They're like, no, we're okay. Like, all right. <laughs> um, I've been watching Jimmy Fallon just because sometimes it makes me squirm. I don't know what it is, like the awkwardness. He had Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher on like last week did mm-hmm. you see them on there by any chance? no i don't watch him it it really made me squirm it was so awkward and every time ashton tried to say something mila interrupted him or talked over him like pretended like he wasn't even there and you the facial expressions that he had were like this bitch like really <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like holy shit this is like it's it, it, you know, when you see a couple fighting and it makes you really uncomfortable, I felt that way. Like, I don't want to watch this because I'm so uncomfortable watching the way these two communicate. And <laughs> she just kept over talking him and interrupting him. And then he finally had to act nutty and like take his shirt off to like get the attention that he needed. And I was like, there is no way that this marriage is going to last. Like, there's no way she did all the uncomfortable talking. Was just so weird. We'll see after quarantine who's going to come out of it together <laughs> right. and who's not. <laughs> well, and, it, and so 
the one good thing that they did talk about when they were on Jimmy Fallon is that they're doing a quarantine wine through um, Knocking Point Winery in Walla Walla, Walla Walla, Washington. Um, and 100% of the proceeds from each bottle is donated to um, four different charities. Okay. And so it was interesting because it said the couple discussed the wine called Quarantine Wine in a video that Knocking Point shared on its YouTube channel. And um, Kucher says, these are unprecedented times that we are living in and unprecedented times call for more drinking, Kunis interrupts. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sure she interrupted him because that's all she did when she was on Jimmy Fallon. So <laughs> I usually like her, so I, I should watch it just to see. I like her, too. But I'm telling you, the dynamic between the two... Even though they, you know, they worked together all those years on that 70s show, they had to have some sort of timing and, you know, like, like Jerry Stiller and his wife, uh, Ann Mira, like they worked together for years, you know, doing their shtick. Like they had timing. They understood each other. It, Mila and Ashton, when they were on this Jimmy Fallon, like as guests, they, they it was horrible. Like it made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> Believe me, I didn't have no picture perfect marriage either. But yeah, I was just not feeling the the chemistry there. No, there was no chem- like the looks on his face was just like I'm going to kill this bitch. <laughs> you got to look it up and watch it. It was interesting. Yeah, I'm going to check um, it out. This week I have a what's pooping. <laughs> You were like, I like that. What's pooping? Um, yeah, what's pooping stuff? It cracks me up. What's pooping? I don't have any. I don't have the little turd in the toilet song this time. Um, but it was Dan Dan, the money man. He texts me and he said that the U.S. Supreme Court, they were holding arguments over the phone because of the coronavirus. And all of a sudden they heard somebody flushing the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was on their important Supreme Court call and took a dump. That I, I don't that understand how people are not like muting or turning their video off for those random things. I don't think it they understand. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they understand, and especially because I'm telling you, whether you're on your phone or not, it's that motherfucker's listening to you all the time. So I was on Facebook. And I follow um, Chloe, Orwell, or Chloe Orwell from the handcuffs. And she posted something like, oh, she's all these conspiracy theories. She misses the chemtrail chats, right? Right underneath her post on Facebook was a picture that one of my friends posted in Florida of chemtrails. <laughs> oh, and so I screenshot it and I put it on Chloe's page. I'm like, they're they're always listening like how weird is this and she's she's just like it's like orwellian so whether you so you could be bringing your phone in while you're shitting believe me facebook is hearing you taking your shit every day so um speaking of shit i still have more what's pooping um true tv yeah i don't know if you've ever watched impractical jokers yes Okay, so there's it's another show stuff that we have to watch. It's called Turdy Works. T I R D Y. Uh, <laughs> I don't Turdy know about that, but keep going. So, uh, what started with a single turd and a simple concept, Mary's Moose Poop Creations took America by storm after a local news story went viral. 
Helping Mary bring her art to the masses are her longtime partner, Deb, teenage daughter, Katie, and a colorful cast of locals, including self-described bitch on the hill, Tammy. In order to make their dreams come true, Mary must bring the townspeople together to help her growing business, all the while juggling her family and a house full of turds. So they all go out and they collect moose turds and they they make things. So they have not a cuckoo clock, but a poopoo clock. They make ornaments. They make all if you're on Facebook and you go to Turdy Works on True TV, they have a contest right now to win like one of the turd artwork things. So I entered to win. Watch. I'll win it. (laughs) (laughs) You do win. You have good luck with things. So you probably will. Girl, yeah, today from I, my from my little sample things that, that I always show. What? Yeah, your sample. You can let me know about that show. I'm not watching that. You're not gonna. They're kind. They're funny though. They're like up in Maine or whatever. But collecting and poo. They collect poo, and it was funny because she put her finger in her mouth, and like one of the promotions for the show, she put her finger in the mouth to make like the popping noise, and she's like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. I had poo on my finger." <laughs> they're like moose turds. They're but they're little. They're like it's not like regular poop. It's like uh, I don't know how to describe it. They're like little round pebbles. Okay. You would think a moose would take like a giant shit, but it's like yeah, a bunch like of little huge pebbles. Logs. Okay. No, okay. yeah, it's so I'll watch it and I'll I'll let you know what I think. Report back. <laughs> and then I know that we're all like we're watching the Michael Jordan, you know, the last dance like that is it's awesome. And it, I was like, it ended. I'm like, wait, that's it. That's all like I was really getting into that. I know. So, Two more episodes. And I love hearing Michael swear like motherfuckers. Fuck. Fuckers. I really okay. I want them to give him the iPad to watch something every episode because it's just oh so I good. know after he watched that like <laughs> shit talking and he was like laughing yeah yeah that was good so good I didn't realize that he is remarried he's six six his wife is five six yeah she's like a little Hispanic girl right Cuban yeah she's Cuban, Cuban and yeah. they have twin daughters oh I didn't know that Yeah, they have twin daughters. But the interesting thing is, is like, you know, we all know, like, you know, mixed race. It's it's so common nowadays. But generally, like when you're, you know, somebody's Hispanic and the other parents black, like the kids definitely look like they are black. Right. Yeah. These little girls don't. And I'm like, did he adopt them or they don't look anything like him? You know, where his kids with Juanita, they look just like him. Like his daughter, Jasmine, was talking and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she looks so much like Michael. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, she's like two spitting girls, image. Right. But if you Google like his little daughters the that he has with his um, new wife, I forget what her name is. What is their name was like Claire or something? I don't know. But they don't look anything like them. And I'm like, they didn't even get like, you know, like OJ Simpson's daughter. She at least had that beautiful hair, you know, and like the the cafe au lait skin, but the lighter eyes. These little girls just look like standard Hispanic girls. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love him, though. I do, too. And I still love BJ Armstrong, I realized. You know, somebody else was saying that they totally forgot about BJ Armstrong and then because then Horace Grant do too did a some chat in there. But um 
Yeah, when he said straight up bitches, that was in the I episode had a, too. Um, a poster <laughs> of BJ Armstrong on like the back of my door. And oh, on the, really? his basketball, I like wrote small like I heart stuff. Like his basketball oh, stuff. Like what a so nerd. Funny. I don't remember yeah. what posters that you know what? I was a rocker like back in junior high. I had Judas Priest posters and Iron Maiden posters. I'm a weirdo, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're missing baseball, here's a little like a tidbit, like where's this guy now? Andre Dawson. Do you know mm-hmm. what he does for a living now that he re- he's retired from the Cubs? No, he should be retired altogether, shouldn't he? How old is Girl, he? Girl, he got funeral homes in Miami. That's smart, though. That's the yeah. business to own. So he was um, just saying, like, you know, it's been a little busy for him down there. And it's been a little crazy because, you know, there's all new rules right now. You know, it's challenging to be in this business. Um, but he said, you never know what your calling is. If this is where God placed me, maybe at this point in time in my life, I know he has my back. So he says, he says he stays healthy by taking his vitamin C. He works out six days a week and then he takes a nap every day. And then he also said he's enjoying the Michael uh, Jordan doc, just like the rest of us. So I just thought that was interesting. Like last week it was what, what's his face? What was he doing with himself? Oh, Shit, girl, you you can't remember what we talked about last week. I know we get done talking and we're like, what did we talk about? I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, I can't remember who we talked about. Like, what? Where is he now? But this is what Andre Dawson is doing now. Honestly, though, they always say like it was Peanut stuff. Peanut is the FBI agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Okay, so now we've come to our Corona Corner part of the show. Even though that's like all we talk about. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! I'm telling you, this is real! It's getting real! Woo! I love semen. So now, none of us are going to be in a hurry to drink our um, semen smoothies because uh, they're saying that uh, traces of the coronavirus has been found in the semen of some severely infected men. So. Yep. I was going to ask for donors so I could have my semen smoothies, but I guess can't not. Can't even do that now. Nope. Damn I'll virus. just stick to kale and strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, Zika, Ebola, those were sexually transmitted as well. So I don't know why they would think that this wouldn't be. If yeah, it, it was kind of mucus- like I kind of already thought that that it would right, be, you know, like, like any so. kind of fluid coming out of anybody is not going to be good. So you keep your fluids to yourself, right? Right. Yeah. Um, we were talking about TV stuff. We've got I've got a couple things I'm excited for coming up. Although I don't know how they're filming this, but The Handmaid's Tale, the season four, they said that well, they, I think like, they already filmed it, didn't they? I don't know. From the article I read, it was like, it just was so ambiguous, like that they start filming in March and they're supposed to be, you know, finishing up or maybe they finished filming in March and now they're doing the editing, but they're predicting that it's going to be a November release of this year. What? That's forever. (laughs) 
March was forever. I think we're doing okay. We're almost halfway through May. <laughs> it just started, yeah, right? You know, I said that and then I was doing like something for work we have to do like every month. So it was from April looking at our hours and stuff. And it uh-huh. felt like April, the beginning of April looking at that stuff. I was like, that feels like that was like two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Even though April went by fast and I feel like May is too. It's just like. I could not remember most of it. It felt like it was so long ago. It it is. Time it definitely has a different feel to it at this point. Like with what, everything going on, it doesn't feel normal. Oh well. I mean, and who knows, will it ever go back to that? No. I mean, I this is our new so. normal. Yeah. Um did you ever see the movie Snowpiercer? No. Okay. So I kind of know the plot though. They're on that train thing. Yeah, that it just, it's like the last survivors on Earth, and it's like a train that just circles the Earth. Like, it Mm -hmm. never stops. It's a constant train. And it's, I'm going to have to rewatch the movie again. I just remember it was kind of haunting. Like, I don't know if they eat, like, these protein cubes, but is the protein made out of the people? Like, they select people to, like, kill, to make them in... And yet, like, the wealthy people have their own little train cars that are decked out beautifully. And then you have all these other people that it looks like a Holocaust um, train car. Uh, It was an interesting movie. And now they're making a series that's, well, they've made it. It comes out on May 17th, so this weekend. Isn't it the season two, though? I feel like I saw that. I don't think so. I think I would have remembered because I saw the movie. and. Like I said, it it was a little haunting. Like it made you think, right? Like, is this really what we're gonna come to? And and like right now, knowing what we're going through right now and how people are acting, like I have no doubt that the Snowpiercer could happen because people just don't care about each other anymore. They don't. I'm not saying all people, but majority of people just don't care. Like, look at them. Open up the state. I want to do this. I want to do that. Okay, let me have your name. So then you're not allowed in any hospital when you get sick. Like, fuck off. That's you know? um where I'm just like, like when we talk about stuff like that, like zombie apocalypse or anything like that. And I'm just like, I'll just die. I mean, I would not want to be in a snow piercer. Like, I'm just good. Like, let me just leave. I don't want to deal with these idiots. Nah, I get you. If there's like a certain, you know, if you, the future of it all like if you realize that and you're just like i'm done like you know let me just lay on the beach and whatever you yahoos i'm out right right um and (laughs) star wars i'll just briefly say that um taika watiti you know who he is right i do didn't he just win an oscar he he well he did the um jojo rabbit he yeah he he did because he played hitler He played Hitler in that movie. So I don't know if he won for the role he played or for directing the movie. Oh, okay. I can't remember. Yeah, I but he did win. It was win. for one of those. Yeah. But I don't think it was an acting award. But so he's a New Zealand actor filmmaker. Um, he did Thor Ragnarok. Are you still going with your Marvel movies? You know what? I fell off. I got to get back on that. Okay. I if think because I realized the- like there's no rush. We're going to be doing this forever. <laughs> right. Like now you're pacing yourself. You're like, yeah, what a month. I did um, not get to Ragnarok yet. Okay. So he did that. Um, he did Jojo Rabbit. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm a little parched. Yeah. I think and, it was for um, screenplay for Jojo Rabbit. 
Maybe. I mean, it was a it was a good movie. It really was, and he did really good in it. Um, so he actually did the um Mandalorian, the the finale of season one. And um they have actually brought him on and he's gonna be doing he's gonna be directing a new Star Wars movie. So and he's gonna co write the script for it as well. So I thought that Woo-hoo. was kind of cool. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> So did you bring that sexy book to your dad's house? Are you hiding it from him? So I mean, I've had see? it in my bag of podcasting stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's your dad's not like, look at this horny daughter I have. Oh, That's no. Right. I will die. Die. <laughs> Literally <laughs> just fall over. You Let me play some sexy music for you. <laughs> Let's be quiet when I talk about it. Oh, yeah. You can't hear the door. May 13th. This is another weird one. It's um home birthing. Ew. <laughs> home birthing. It's kind of like wasn't last week where it was like where she was half off the bed and he was It was the gum check or whatever. Gum Yeah, this one's similar. I'll of course I'll post a picture. It's very weird. Home birthing doesn't sound very sexy at least so no i, I, picture I can keep him like, saying it without worrying about him hearing me so so tell us what we're picturing in our head when we're picturing this so she's like on an ottoman again like her head and her shoulders and her feet are up on the bed and then he's like coming out from between <laughs> like facing her feet like he's being birthed i don't understand <laughs> that is a weird one <laughs> Is his penis anywhere near her? Not that I see. I mean, maybe it's like back there, but it would be facing down, it looks like. <laughs> Downward. Very <laughs> weird. <laughs> he better have a twisty dick to make it in there then. The in old that position. dick twist. The old dick twist. Twist his dick. I don't have that right now. Um, what is is that today's official? Like Tuesday? That is the thirteenth. So today is the 12th, right? Yeah. And we got back to our rocking chair. Oh, another rocking chair. We haven't had one in a while. It is Rock-A-Thigh Baby. Oh, I like that one. And he's on the rocking chair and she's on top of him. Okay. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Better than Mm -hmm, home birthing. I like picturing these in my mind right now. (laughs) Not home birthing. (laughs) No, not home birthing. God, I know people that have given birth at home and... God bless them. I would never do that. I don't know. I had to be cut open for all my kids, so I'm okay. <laughs> Nothing came out of there, let me tell you. Um, and it's kind of funny because who was I talking to? Who was talking to my LB, her daughter Susie? We were talking about like having babies or whatever. And I'm like, I remember asking your mom, what does it feel like when you're getting ready to have that baby? Like, what does it feel like? And LB had said, Laura, she goes, it feels like you got to take the biggest shit of your life. <laughs> I was Ugh. like, oh, my God, I don't that doesn't sound good at all. Like, that just doesn't sound good. <laughs> yeah. Someone I know, I think, was freaking out like their first baby. Like, they thought that's what was going to happen. Like, I'm just going to shit on this table. Like, that's how it felt. Well, that's what I you can't do. Remember if they just don't tell you that you're doing what? that. Yeah. That the tables have like a secret drawer and a bucket underneath and everything. So, but I think everything's like you're out. that's actually like labor though. Like, you're not just this is labor. This is not shitting. Like, <laughs> well, no, like, like they didn't know the difference. 
I, you know, I don't know. I was in labor with both of my kids, but I ended up having C-sections. So if I crapped, I don't remember it because they had me completely numb from the neck down. Yeah. At some point, I think you're just like, whatever, whatever happens, happens. Oh my God. I was so embarrassed. I'm in there and I had my kids at Highland Park Hospital and apparently it's a teaching hospital. So I have this like little Indian doctor, Dr. Patel. And she's in there doing whatever. And then this student comes in hot as hell, like the cutest guy I've ever seen. And they're in there going, oh, here's her fallopian tubes and here's her ovary. And oh, we're going to pull your uterus out now while we move everything around. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This hot guy's looking at all my organs right now. Like this is going to learn today, kid. (laughs) Oh, and then I'm like, did I even shave my crotch? Because obviously that's probably on display and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have any dignity in a teaching hospital No. Like lesson learned there. Now I'm just like, whatever, let it fly. Well, look at when I had that colonoscopy. She's like, do you really have to go to the bathroom? They're just going to suck it out anyway. And I'm like, really? Do I need to know that? I'm going to have a vacuum up my ass for, for 40 minutes. Oh, Lord. Some things you should not know. Just saying. All right. We're going to some Andy. So much for a fast show tonight, stuff. I guess we both needed to talk it out, though. I guess uh, so. Here we go. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. Stella Sonic, which there is something going on the 15th as well. She produced a video for another musician, um, uh, Jupiter's... Son of a biscuit. I'll figure it out. Um, and so it was like a, she invited me to watch it. So I'm like, well, congratulations. So she's like, I really can't do much, you know, with my band while we're Jupiter's Basement is what the band is called. So she produced their video and it comes out on the 15th. So anybody that's interested in checking out some more of Stella Sonic's fabulous talent, there you go. Um, my number one this week stuff is um you know how we miss concerts and space always has the best shows and then they were going to do their out of space like we went to see Liz Fair last year for my half birthday yes and, and they've had fear. to cancel yeah they've again <laughs> when you got in the fight with that guy they they've canceled everything but uh Jason Narducci who is his own band he's in Split Single he also is in Super Chunk and he's in the Bob Mold band he lives in Evanston, and so they are offering 30-minute concerts on your front lawn or in your backyard. So it's not unplugged. Like, you kind of have to have electricity for them. Um, but the uh, performance is 30 minutes, and it, it, you can do uh, small groups of neighbors are welcome to join as long as everyone keeps a safe distance. You get two Detroit-style pizzas from Union Squared, and they're ready to bake, so you just bake them yourself. You get drinks for 10 people, a dozen cookies, and then assorted swag from space, like T-shirts or tote bags or whatever. And it is $450. I'm kind of like, stuff. maybe for your birthday, (laughs) we could see if he could come out here and do like a little concert. That sounds like a half birthday thing for you. Oh, no. Well, 
it's you. It's your big it's way birthday up this your year. alley, though. But so he, I mean, it's a possibility. And I guess there's so many people that want to do this. So if you want to do it through space, um, you can contact them. And but if you don't live in the Evanston area, you just contact Jason himself. So either on Facebook or Instagram, um, and it's Jason Narducci. Uh, but I, I don't know. That's kind of like I'm thinking about that and a camper. Like I'm liking both of those ideas. Right <laughs> those now. are your big ideas right now. Yeah. Or like I buy a camper and be like, Jason, can you do a concert in my new camper? Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> number two, guess what I did last Wednesday? I colored what? my own hair. Did you? How did that go? You know what wasn't too bad. I called my well, I called my hair girl and I'm like, look, I've got this color and developer I got at a beauty show like five years ago. Do you think it's still good? She's like, please don't do that. <laughs> She's like, stop by my house. I have enough color. And she gave me the developer, the little bowl, the little brushy stick thing. And, you know, she sat on her stoop and I had my mask on and, and was in the driveway. So she gave me all the stuff and I got home and I could only do the front. And so believe it or not, my oldest son, who is not really, you know, my patient like child, he's like the more outgoing, self-centered child. Mm -hmm. He was like, oh, I'll do the back for you. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. So I think it came out really nice. So it's a little darker. I'll have to send you a pic. It's a little darker than what I'm used to because normally she'll put highlights in it. But I mean, it looks like an ombre or whatever, darker to lighter. Okay, so. you're you're trendy. Yeah, and and I don't. One of the girls at work, she's like, "Oh, you don't ever have to go pay for that again. You can just do it yourself." And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I like the experience of being pampered." So yeah. Um, and then number two, when I was talking about then or number three, when I was talking about this series that I watched, where she like had the lesbian, you know, encounter dead to me have you watched that yet on netflix i have i watched the first i think three episodes of season two as well so um so do I'm you know it. what i'm talking about when she she's with the girl like her with mom's the in the nursing home and then so she has like a relationship with her oh is that what happens <laughs> is that yeah. a spoiler I well, if you've watched it, I can, so you know what? When I was watching the series on Netflix, it never said like episode three, episode four. It just kept going and going and going. And did you, are you watch still season watching? two? Yeah, I watched it all. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I just started season two because it just came out. Okay, so finish season two and then chat with me about that whole chemistry thing because I was like, oh, oh, though the girl has chemistry. shown up, and I think she also didn't she play Fiona's kind of had the flirtation with her as well and shameless i think it's that girl i think you know she does what? something right. to straight girls this girl has the the chemistry like the sex appeal it's interesting yeah, i think it's yeah. her now you're gonna have to watch it because you're gonna be like hmm yeah yeah i've been watching i think i watched episode three last night like it's on my didn't it just come out though like this weekend yeah, it came out this weekend and um friend of the show, Gunner, he suggested it. Like, hey, if you watch Dead to Me, and I'm like, no. He's like, you probably would like it. And I'm like, all right, I'm turning it on. So yeah. and it was funny because even both of my kids were like, they were into it. They're like, wait, who's this guy? And like, wait, does she know that he's dead and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, watch the show. So Yeah, I remember yeah. when it when season one came out, a lot of people were talking about it and I was kind of like, eh. And then I watched like the first couple. I was like, this is different than I thought it was 
happy and it was good. It was yeah, like actually it was like good. funny well, and not like yeah. Corny. I didn't. I wasn't excited when I first heard about it, but then I'm like, all right, there's nothing else to watch. And I'm surprised Will Ferrell is like one of the executive directors or producers. I can never oh, remember. That makes sense. Yeah, Will Ferrell's in on it. So, uh, number four, uh, face masks for a cause. So, um, you know, Threadless, right? It's a Chicago-based company that it's like mm-hmm. clothing. Um, they have an artist, Miguel Angel Ecomendia. That it just he just goes by ECH or Ec for short. Um, he's a Cuban American from Chicago, and um, he was born in Elmhurst. And he is actually the artist that created this mask that honors Chicago's favorite punk rock doc, Dr. Daryl Wilson, and he's the lead singer of the Bull Weevils. So kind of punk. I, but I'm sure you've heard of the Bull Weevils. Remember I matched with like the guitarist from the Bull yeah. Weevils and he was the principal of the school in Chicago, but he's such a player. Like I never went out with them. I do. Um, but anyway, the, the mask is really cool. It's like, uh, I have to send you a picture of it, but it it looks like it's it's Dr. Daryl's like face on it with like his own mask on. Um, and all proceeds of the sale of the mask go to MedShare. And they're only it was only 17 bucks. And I'm like, you know what? I'll get one. It's kind of cool. It's original and the money's going to someplace good. Do it for the cause. I did it for the nookie. I'm kidding. I did it. <laughs> Um, and then number five on my list, I got my Sunshine Boys CD in the mail. We featured some Sunshine Boys on the show last week. I got my CD in the mail from Dog. I got it in like two days. I ordered it and I got it in two days. And I've been just listening to it in the car on a steady loop. And it's track number 11. I am um, completely in love with. So I, I actually, I want to ask Dog if he could just like, handwrite the lyrics for me so I could just frame it because I, I just felt that song so profoundly. <laughs> Isn't that oh. weird? And normally I don't pay attention to lyrics. So the beginning lyric is, um, I saw you come in with your rained on heart, something trying to begin dying at the start. It's I don't know. You I'll normally don't to you pay stuff. attention to lyrics? I really don't. I, I'm more huh. of a music girl rather than lyrics. Isn't that oh, weird? Okay. Yeah interesting and this song it's almost got like a who feel to it so apparently dog you know really must have drawn a big influence from the who so it kind of sounds like you know something that you would hear from the who and then the lyrics are just like i'm like is he talking about me like i liked it so that's my five things and even though it should be the song of the week i have a different song for everybody (laughs) I'm trying to like play these songs as they come in. So I don't know. Do you remember that we had white rabbit object? Like, I don't know, maybe like when the first 12 episodes of our show, do you remember them? Steph? It sounds familiar. So it's uh Francis and river. They're a married couple from Chicago. They both have other musical identities in the Chicago scene. Um, so when they do this white rabbit object, um, you know, it's it's more like a side side gig for them. So we really don't know that their real name is Francis or River. <laughs> and it, it's a secret. So it's like this is their secret project. Oh. So this song. So, you know, the song Jolene by Dolly Parton. Yes. So this is called Jolene's Reply. And uh, so here's White Rabbit Object. 
So that song was Jolene's Reply by a White Rabbit Object. And if you want to find them online, it's it, the whole name is abbreviated, wht.rbbt.obj, White Rabbit Object. It's Francis and River, married couple from Chicago. Um, and I, I liked that song. I definitely yeah. dig it. Yeah, And so. that song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% of your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. TweakedAudio.com. TweakedAudio.com. I was waiting for it. 
Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, sometimes I say it while you say it. Sometimes <laughs> I don't. There's really no, uh, there's no rhyme or reason You're to so what I do. so unpredictable. It is. And I just realized I'm like, I smell tacos. I never closed my bedroom door. So somebody's cooking Taco Tuesday today. Yum. Oh, P.S. If you don't follow us on social media, you really want to. Because today I posted the vajankle. <laughs> oh, my God. So I saw that. It was on... Um, I think Vanderpump Rules, someone like the guy has a foot fetish. Oh, so they really? gave it to him for his birthday and it was disgusting. Oh, I was, I was, that's why I, t- I emailed you. I'm like, don't look. I think Facebook I had already post. seen it after you said, you said that. And I was like, oh, I know exactly what she's talking about. And you, I mean, it's kind of funny. We, I need to hashtag more when I post stuff because some guy today, he's like, I love that I found you guys through the hashtag. Um, blast my nips <laughs> and I'm like I love that you found us through blast our nips too like yeah. it was so funny because it was like that witch lady where it was like blah 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 titties out and she had like her cone titties like hanging out of her witch's dress do you remember <laughs> that one that you posted yes like cauldron on I don't know what it was but uh, so if you follow us, we are Stuffs in the City across all social media platforms, except for Reddit. We're not on Reddit, but we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. I Reddit. I just... I don't even know what Reddit is. Me. Unless there's it's... porn on it, I'm not looking at it. So, <laughs> um, so we've got some sex news this week. Play sex my news. news. Um, so Ikea had to remind people after this viral video that Ikea is not the place to get your rocks off. So apparently there was a woman that pleasured herself on camera inside of an Ikea store in China. So Ikea. I I love Ikea, but I don't think I need to go there and do that. I don't know. This video went viral on Chinese social media. Of course, like, you know, coronavirus. Let's talk about masturbation instead. (laughs) So in the raunchy clip, you see a half-dressed woman touching herself while sitting on sofas, chairs, and beds displayed throughout the store. So she's like all over the place in the store. And she's um, twerking for the camera. And I guess people walk by and she gives them a little peep show. So IKEA is really concerned that this might become a trend so that they're they're saying we condemn this kind of behavior. <laughs> so please do <laughs> not do this. Um, if you needed to be told, yeah, we don't want you coming in here and doing that. I mean, that would be like going into like Home Depot and taking a shit in the toilet on display. Like you just don't do that. <laughs> also, like you've ever tried to like lay on the beds there? It's like very stiff and it's not like a mattress. It's... I've never been to Ikea. Oh, I love Ikea. But I'm not, I don't love it like that. Again, I will not be doing that. Yeah, I will. And will Ikea ever open again? Like are people, you know, mm. who knows if these stores are ever going <sighs> to. I don't know. So sad. I know. Um, We've got a dumb criminal. It was a DePaul student here in Chicago. Ding, ding, ding. Chicago. Only the the finest of Chicago. Right. He was ripping off people in an online toilet paper scam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, An ad came up for it, said victim Elaine Larson. Jamie says it was on Facebook. 
Um, so apparently there was a Facebook ad for Sally's Depot and it was for Angel Soft toilet paper, which I, I like Angel Soft. Um, and yeah, which, appara- you don't like Charmin is your, your hated No, I kind of blew through the Charmin. Oh, okay. And, uh, what am I using now? Quilted Northern, which I'm okay with, but the toilet paper rolls are too big to fit into my toilet paper roll holder, which pissed me off. So I just cram them in there. Um, and then I was shopping and I'm like, oh, toilet paper, let me grab it. And Joey's like, dude, this one ply shit has got to go. <laughs> so, apparently it's cheap one ply. So you need a whole roll to wipe your ass. So um, I did pick up Cottonelle, I think, yesterday at uh, Mariano's. So we'll see how that goes. The only angel soft I've all. seen is the lavender one. And I'm like, I don't need to be pushing no lavender up in my ass. Like, that's just yeah. weird. Yeah, no. Who wants scented toilet paper? I love you know what lavender, I want them to but bring? yeah, I don't need that. Mm-mm, but you know what they need to bring back is remember back in the day where you could get like the peach colored toilet paper or the pink toilet paper. Do you remember that? I do vaguely. It wasn't was colored just printed though. Paper. It wasn't all one color. No, it was oh. all one color. That <laughs> I remember that from back in the day. And uh, yeah, I wish they would bring that back. Make it would a like come back. It would make me happy to like use pink toilet paper. Wouldn't it make you happy? Uh, maybe. But then I would always be like, forget and then like wipe and be like, oh my God, do I have my period? And then be like, no, the <laughs> toilet paper is pink. <laughs> Why is my so, ass bleeding? Know. Oh, never <laughs> right. mind. <laughs> right. I'm a little um, dumb for that. Too funny. No, so this guy had this uh, Sally's Depot. He was telling people as long as they paid the shipping, they'd get the toilet paper. And so he took their money and never, like, they never got the toilet paper. So this this dude's going down for a toilet paper scam. Well, I mean, these idiots. Who who falls for that? P- stuff, I'm telling you. I don't know. I'm not going to end up with any friends on Facebook because I just keep deleting them and unfollowing them. Especially with that whole pandemic video. I'm like, if you motherfuckers believe this shit, like, just go get the Kool-Aid and go go die because you're stupid if you believe this stuff. Yeah, I don't like, know why people don't fact check things. I don't either, but it's almost like, d- d- and then even when I'm watching like these political people like I try to keep up with uh, my boyfriend there in New York Cuomo and and every now and then I'll watch Pritzker but I'm not a big fan of him because uh, I, I didn't get hey no delay on me having to pay my property taxes this year gotta be on time oh yeah of course not right but all these other counties like whatever it is what it is I did get a check today from my car insurance company I didn't even call them and ask them and they sent me a check for I guess they gave me a 15% reduction on my auto insurance because they think I'm not driving. But little do they know I'm 93 on the Edens every day. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hopefully they don't listen. Uh, But yeah, I mean, all these people making comments like open it up now. And I'm going to be like, look here, Chiquila, this one girl, she kept saying that. I'm like, I'm going to write your name down and then check on you in a couple of weeks. And when you're sick as fuck, I'm going to laugh. Like, yeah, I mean, honestly, it's fine as long as they're not going to end up going to the hospital. Like, you better just sit your ass at home once you get sick and and die, bitch. But those are the people that don't. They'll be like, I got to go to Walgreens. I got to go to Jewel. And then they get everybody else sick. Yeah. I'm glad I'm out here on my little island of animals. Um, 
So we have a little astrology stuff. Oh, no. You know what? I had Dan Dan the money man. Shit. All right. Let me play him. Hold on. He's getting creative now. All right, so he has a quote to start it off. That this is Dan Dan, the super fan, financial man. This is his Dalla Hala for the week of May 10th. Uh, he starts off with a, a lyric. Destruction leads to a very rough road, but it also breeds creation. I don't know that you would know the song stuff. No. I wouldn't recognize it by the lyric, but it's Californication by oh, Hot okay. Chili Peppers. Uh, 100 plus vaccines now being developed. States are reopening. Drive through rapid result testing is becoming more available up here in Illinois' largest state park. He's He lives in Wisconsin. <laughs> Um, he said, seriously, despite medical and therapeutic advances, we are probably nine plus months away from a vaccine and the economic damage is becoming very severe. Friday's unemployment data for April was as stunning as it was heartbreaking for the affected families. The April unemployment rate was roughly 15%. And those are the people just sidebar on this. That's just the people documented. Can you imagine all the undocumented people that couldn't, that didn't, get approved for unemployment, like that rate's got to be way higher. Oh, yeah. sorry, I guess I should have kept reading. Because um, then he says, when you consider unemployed workers coded as temporarily unemployed due to coronavirus, the number approaches 20%. This is a cold read. I didn't, hello, I guess I should have kept reading. Uh, not surprising, the consumer price index slumped 0.8% in April, which is the steepest monthly drop since records have been kept. Every price level was lower. Apparel, transportation, medical care services, energy. The biggest drops were in car and truck rentals, airline fares, which were down 15.2%, and men's suits down 11.3%. Hello, they only need the shirt. They don't even need the pants. So um, this is the first recession that has been led by the service sector uh, bars, restaurants, hotels, vacation destinations. So there's no roadmap to recovery for this industry. In typical recessions, the service sector has been resilient, but this time it has been the hardest hit um, economic segment with partial but permanent job destruction almost inevitable, which is true. I mean, a lot of these restaurants aren't going to be able to come back. Yeah. Um, one important data point, Marriott International reported net income down 90% from the previous quarter. Bars, restaurants, retail outlets will reopen, but with only a 50% capacity and a limited number of occupants in a physical location at a time. Uh, with these new operating model constraints for these type of, um, or will these new operating model constraints for these types of companies work? Uh, retail sales and household sentiment will be two primary economic indicators to watch as we calibrate the speed and magnitude of the recovery. Is the market volatile stuff? Yes and no. When periodically glancing at the market, the average investor may think that the markets are quite volatile, but that may not be the case. Since its inception in 1993, the volatile Volatility index, symbol VIX, has been used by institutional investors to gauge risk. The VIX is used to measure the forward expected risk in the stock market. It is also referred to as the fear index. 
By way of reference, at the most stress point in the stock market, which occurred in March, the index was 85.47. The VIX closed Friday at 27.98. In normal market conditions, the VIX is generally in the 15 to 20 range. <clears throat> so he's saying the barbarians are at the gate. 52% of small business owners don't expect their businesses will survive into November because haven't a lot of states are saying they're shut down until July now. They've extended it in some states, right, Steph? Yeah. Yeah. I think so, um, LA just said today through July. Oh, yes. That's where I saw that. Um, he said these were the sobering findings of a survey done for the Society of Human Resources Management. The poll was taken during mid-April, so sentiment m may have improved as more federal stimulus money is finding its way into the economy. If the business closures do occur, expected distressed sales to capital-rich investment firms that have been anticipating this type of economic weakness, hence the barbarians at the gate. So panic buying is slowing. Costco's April sales up only about 0.5% from March. Households have collectively decided that having a two-year supply of toilet paper on hand is sufficient for now. So he says, as always, stay calm and invest on. Thanks, so that's Dan. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate that he is voluntarily taking his time out to keep us in the know, even though some of these terms go over my head, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, as long as we're saying stay calm and invest on, let's hear from Big Time Tommy. How you doing, Instagram? It's Big Time Tommy. And when you're old school and you're quarantining and you want to make sure there's nobody around you, you come to a mall parking lot and you make sure that you are the only one around you kick back and listen to some old school freestyle they ain't nothing better than that now that's old school OS for life take it is he was very excited take it is he literally he sounds like he's out and about a lot though I'm a little worried he, if you watch that on Instagram he is in the middle of the parking lot at the mall there's not another car around okay he's okay. got his white Cadillac look like an Eldorado out there and he's got a little table with his drinks and his boom box and his lawn chair and he's out there having a cigar in the middle of the mall parking lot <laughs> so I guess if you've got a kid that you've got to teach how to drive like now's the time you know Steph, yeah, sorry. I need to plug my computer in because it's going to die in oh, like two no. minutes. Okay, well, we got one final thing and then we're going to go. So while you're plugging Trying in, I'm going to how I'm going to do this. Sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. So uh, this week on our astrology, what's in the stars, our constellation corner, whatever you want to call it. I once again, thank you to Roxy for the Cosmo uh, subscription because I found this in the Cosmo magazine, Steph and I, well, Steph still goes, but I haven't been into the city in a while. She does the online yoga classes through um, Ganesha in the city. And this is, if you want to like chill the fuck out, you can make a little corner where it's like your quiet corner that you um, have like your offerings. I don't know people, if you've ever been to like a, uh, a nail salon or like a massage parlor where they have like their 
their little statue and the fruit and the incense and all that, like, you know, the offerings stuff. Were you able to plug in? No, but it's all right. Go ahead. Okay. So this is, (laughs) we're making it, we're making an altar to Ganesha and Ganesha is the deity that brings happy blessings. So you can actually take a mini statue of Ganesha or you can just print out a picture. So put a picture in a picture frame. You're going to put it in the Northeast corner of your home or office. And what you can do is just light a candle and make an offering. So either like candy or just make the candle itself the offering and just sit there at that little altar in quiet contemplation. And you can ask Anesha for what you want, but be specific, like very specific. For example, I want my annual review on Friday to lead to a promotion. So be very specific with what you ask, but it, you know, it's kind of like a, a little quiet corner for you to go to. Yeah, lots of little elephants. I can do it. Yeah. I, it sounded cute and like an easy way to get get a little more of the spirit and like goodness in the house. Um, And it says when to do this, you can do it daily or on Wednesdays. So apparently Wednesday is Ganesha's day. And I think we're going to end it before your computer dies. <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Did we miss anything? I think we got it all this week. Yeah. Jose Viscaino even made it in here. I'm kidding. All right. All right. Well, I hope everybody has a great week. The sun is out. Enjoy it. And uh, we will see you, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.